You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome back for the Connor Amper Show. You're on 1620 The Zone and on 1620thezone.com. Okay, fine. We'll mention a Creighton thing just right off the bat here before we get to anything Listen else. up. Creighton and UConn was the Big, e- the Big East most watched game in FS1 history on Tuesday. FS1's drew, illustrious history. Drew an average of 709,000 viewers. The Fox Sports PR account told us yesterday. Big East basketball ratings have just been okay this year. The two most watched games before Tuesday night's Creighton-UConn game. Oh, yeah. Interestingly enough, took place on a Friday. Tough night to get people to watch TV. UConn uh, played... In one of those games in January against Butler, um, and there was another one before that. So the UConn, um, the UConn Butler game reached was only topped by one of the conference's biggest tilts from their Fox Sports era back on February fourth, two thousand sixteen. Top ranked Villanova played fifth ranked Xavier at the home of the Musketeers in the Cintas Center. The game averaged five hundred thirty eight thousand viewers which stood as the high mark for these past eight years. Once again, this is all on FS1, not Big Fox. Uh, there's a common denominator, of course, with all of them. Creighton. With, that's right. Remember, well, I was going to say UConn, but remember the Creighton-DePaul game? Yeah, biggest ratings on Fox and biggest ratings on FS1. Interesting. People watch Creighton mm. basketball. People watch Creighton basketball. They do. Okay, there's your Creighton talk for the uh, for the five minutes. We, we'll have more on them later as they uh, take to the garden, catch a show, get a slice of pizza, get a cannoli, get a hot dog off the street, and uh, say, I'm walking here, take a cab, you know, the whole thing. They're doing that this weekend. Oh, yeah. But the NFL has some thoughts on the new college football playoff. Good, good, I'm glad. As you know, as we've been talking about this week, the 12-team playoff will debut this year, and in order to make the 12-team playoff, we'll have to add an extra week to the season, as we will. And when do we add that extra week to the season? The third week of December. And when do we play college football games, Josh? Saturdays. What has the NFL decided to do in the absence of college football on Saturdays in December. Really mediocre Saturday games. That's exactly right, but NFL games nonetheless. Here's from John Orand in his uh, the Varsity Newsletter. Yeah, he changed outlets, did John? He's Yeah, I never can keep track of him and what he's up to, but here he is. 
Those opening round games are scheduled for December 20 and 21 this year, the latter date. As you surely know from consulting with your farmer's almanac, falls on a Saturday. And the NFL historically schedules games on that day, which is set up to be week 16 this year. Last season, the NFL scheduled two games on its week 16 Saturday, Bengals-Steelers and Bills-Chargers. It's the same deal the following year, too. The college football playoffs opening round games are on Friday and Saturday. Multiple sources have told me that executives in the league office were not happy about the CFP's chutzpah in scheduling games that day. Chutzpah. And they have been left scratching their heads as to why the CFP would encroach on their veritable turf. Is this a matter of grave consequence on the level with munitions funding for Ukraine or climate change? That it is not. But NFL executives are aggrieved, is the word being used here, because CFP officials met with them as they worked through the schedule and simply did not take heed of the league's desire to schedule games on that Saturday. Executives who have done business with the NFL fully expect the league to dig in in schedule its own games that Saturday. A league source described the mood inside the NFL as closer to befuddlement than anger. The NFL has worked with college football on scheduling issues for decades, and the two organizations have an age-old detente. Detente? In pl- what is Detente. That? Detente? Mm-hmm. What's that mean? It's a showdown. In place that lets them carve up fall weekends. Okay. I love this showdown, first of all. Detente. Thank you. Is that A.I. Schaefer? Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for checking in, A.I. Schaefer. I appreciate that to help us pronounce words. Although I have a hard time believing Schaefer would know how to pronounce a word that I didn't know how to pronounce. <laughs> Schaefer, not a good pronouncer of things. He's a writer. Okay. He's almost like Sipple in that way. But anyway, this is hilarious because... What we're dealing with here is two entities that have forever had this like kind of handshaky agreement together. Yeah. College football has vacated that period of time. Specifically, let's just talk specifically about those days, right? Those pre-Christmas Saturday, the pre-Christmas Saturday where there's nothing going on. There's a couple bowl games, but consequential you know, bowl games aren't happening yet or playoff games aren't ha- happening yet. But now we have a larger playoff. So we're talking about specifically those weeks. Um, and college football is like, hey, the NFL said, hey, we got a cool deal here, an opportunity. You're not playing on this weekend. You don't have games that matter. Can we just take the Saturday? And they're like, sure. Why not? I don't see the problem with that. We're not there. And then college football is like, hey, we like to play games on Saturdays, and we're going to do that now because we have an extra week in the playoffs. So we're going to put our we're going to put games back on this Saturday. And um, I know you're there, but we're going to we're going to put games there. And the NFL said, "Why would you do that? Why That's would, our day. Why would you do such a thing? Why would you go up against us? Why would you do such a thing?" And now they're just like passive aggressively triggered at each other because nobody's moving off the day, and we finally get to see college football playoff games versus NFL week 16 games. I, I would imagine. So week 16, this past week, this past year, Bengals Steelers on NBC, which was a game of little consequence. 
and, and little star power. Bills Chargers on Peacock was a, also a game of well, the Bills needed it. Needed to win. Yeah, they, they they needed to get on that run. Yeah, the game of of little consequence. If I'm judging based off of the reaction here, the NFL is going to try and stack the day. Yeah, they're yeah. going to try and stack. Yeah, they're going to try and take a bunch of like the best two games that they have and put them in the day and in the night on that Saturday, and then blow college football out of the water and say, "Please leave." Please get out of our day. This is our territory. Amazing how the NFL is just, they, they've just, you know, they've, would, they've claimed this. I would like to wager a prediction. Yeah, please. NFL, is, this a, is this a grumble or um, a lunch bet? I'm, I'm considering it. I wonder if the Chiefs and the Bills will play on Good one. NFL Week 16. Good one. In prime time on CBS. Good one. Something. Yeah. Um, it's going to be something like that. Yeah. Something that people are going to want to watch. A banger. Uh, meanwhile, while you received that, uh, while you were reading that story, I received a press release from the National Football League. Oh, good. What does it entail? Uh, I'll give you the line that's most important. Uh, well, two lines, really. The NFL reveals that Super Bowl 58 reached an estimated 210 million viewers. <laughs> nearly, Is this related to this? Nearly two-thirds of all Americans tuned into the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yup, they really need to fight college football. They're on hard times, is the NFL. I'm taking the side of the little guy here. Like, come on. Absolutely. Go back go over to Sunday. It's fine. You have every other day of the entire year, and now you're going to get mad at college football because they actually have more important games. Like, they're never going to be cooler than you. They're never going to yeah. be better than you. Just let them have the Saturday back, damn it. It's Remember fine. Black Friday? Yes, the NFL. Travis says this on the YouTube. The NFL has absolutely no problem encroaching on Black Friday. They're, they are, over the years, they have tiptoed more and more on each other's mm -hmm. territory. And it's mostly the NFL in college football's quote-unquote territory. But like I said, the funny thing about all this is it's all like handshake and like, hey, can we trust you to, to respect, to have some respect here? That's basically what it is. Can a little we, decorum. Yeah. Can we, can we just say... College football is made for Saturdays, and NFL is made for Sundays. And the NFL is like, well, you didn't say anything about Fridays. They're like, yeah, we didn't think we had to because I just thought we college football, was, you know, Black Friday was a college football day. Well, you didn't say anything about it. You didn't say anything about it. Meanwhile, Roger Goodell planting his flag on Wednesday afternoons. The NFL being triggered about this, or as Oran describes it, confused and befuddled befuddled that's the one is really pretty rich it's really pretty funny where does it end like how many how many days do you need to completely take over the calendar i don't get it like how jealous do you think the nfl is on the college football national championship night that they that they don't have a game that night on monday night I bet I bet the NFL wants to just put a random game there cuz that would be that would be a playoff week, right? That would be a divisional? It'd be divisional round? I, I believe so. Right, cuz it wouldn't be wild card round cuz right. we have the yeah, Monday have wild the Monday card game. game. I guess it'd be divisional round. Right. I bet the NFL is thinking, why don't we just why don't we just put a divisional round game here and just see what happens? Why don't we just do a super divisional weekend? Yeah. Yep. Add another team to the playoffs. 
We'll give. Then uh, what are they going to do about it? We'll give CBS a hell of a number here. They're like ESPN is busy that night. They're they have such a. Um, this has become a quest to like own all the days that exist for them that I could just see them stewing in their, you know, in their corporate, in their, uh, in their mahogany covered, uh, you know, office <laughs> leather bound books. Excuse me. You think you can have a day? Days are for us. Days are for us. We're the NFL. This is our day. I bet the replay of the Super Bowl that was just on right before this was probably the most watched thing on TV. Greg Sankey yelling at Roger Goodell. Dorothy Sankey is a saint. (laughs) You know those sample audiences are too small, Roger Goodell. (laughs) You know that. Um, Now, not a crisis yet, but... Um, if the more that they encroach on their own territory, on, on the other one's territory and the more, more that they tiptoe into those waters, um, the, the, the better chance the ice has to break, right? There, there's going to, I feel like this is the precursor to an all out fight or God help us. Teamwork. Oh, that would be the worst thing that I, I that, don't see that. Happening. That that would be the worst thing ever. You know who? But I, hey, look, we're talking doomsdays here. Big 10 SEC doomsday blowing everything up. <laughs> doomsday is NFL and college working together and agreeing on things. Bad, was, horrible idea. I was going to end with this and Jimmy Allen just sent it to us. You know who the real winner here is? Us, the television viewer, all the football Flipping back and forth yeah, great all point. day long. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares how many people watch what? Because I'm going to watch it all. I'm going to watch it all. Maybe they could work together and not schedule them all at the same time. That'd be great. The Roger Goodell furiously typing an email to YouTube TV. <laughs> we will not be a multi-channel quad box option with college football. Send. Uh, Joel r- writes in on the YouTube. Hi, Joel. At some point, isn't the NFL just biting the hand that feeds by pissing off their media partners who paid for college football rights, college football playoff rights. Well, it's just ESPN. (laughs) Yeah, but like, what kind of leverage do the TV partners have for the NFL against the NFL? Yeah. It's the NFL. Yes. I mean, they're ESPN and NFL are trying to go into business together. Right. So I don't, um, maybe, but... I mean, I understand the thought process from Joel, but like you're you're ESPN, you can't not have the NFL, yeah, right? Like you can't you can't not have the if you're a TV network. Or you whatever. already don't have baseball six <laughs> nights a week, right? You can't afford whatever it takes money wise. You're gonna have the NFL. Uh, text from the 402. Hi, 402. Maybe Scott Hansen can do an NFL college football special red zone. <laughs> Wake up, Scott. You're back. <laughs> What's that? My fire alarm's going off in the building. I have to go pee and eat a sandwich. I've been in here for nine hours. All right. Quick timeout. Steve Simple is on the other side. We'll uh, get some football. We'll get some basketball. Stephen M. Are you whispering something? No, his mouth like, wow, simple. Wow, simple. Also, I haven't seen any Matt quotes on um, from anything yet. Must not have so said must, anything good. Must, must not have said anything. Uh, quick reminder to tell you that the five 
your chance to win $5,000 is live on our website, 1620thezone.com. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.